Hey, welcome to the Wisconsin Drunken History Podcast. We are your hosts, Eric Sturgeon. And I'm Russell Sorry. This podcast is about all things Wisconsin, history, music, culture, and beer. Although we don't often use strong language, the content is not intended for young audiences, so listener discretion is advised. If you love the bluegrass music you hear in this intro, please check out Dang It's from Madison, Wisconsin by visiting their website, dang-its.com. Now on to the show. All right, hello everyone and welcome to a special edition of Wisconsin Drunken History Podcast. I am, all, as always, your host Eric. And, and I'm is, Rose. Hey, we are doing another Rock the Green episode. You're number three. Brother. Earth Day special. And uh, we've got great guests coming up on this show. Uh, of course, Lindsay, she is the the founder the and CEO and ringleader captain. Master. The absolute alpha of this whole thing. And uh, we're going to be talking to our friends, Jennifer. She's Milwaukee Riverkeeper. We're going to have our friend Eileen uh, doing the pedal power stuff as always. And uh, our friend Eric Schambarger of the Eco Office is there in Milwaukee. And, uh, of course, this year, as always, they got some great bands. And oh, yeah. That's the usual. We've got a really high-profile unit here in, in uh, Sister Strings. We We've obviously, had them on the show. I was just we, love, say, we love them. We featured them. We love their music. And they've, they've been seen on Saturday Night Live and all this other stuff. I mean, it's just great. They're doing great things. Uh, and we also have Classic which is another great Wisconsin piece of music that uh, Russ and I are absolutely excited to be able to uh, to to feature and also to have that conversation uh, later on in the show too. And our friend Will Piper. We're talking about Rowdy Rowdy. We're talking about Rowdy Rowdy Will Piper. Hot Rod. Hot Rod. And uh, that, you know, he's a blogger over there for Rock the Green. Uh, does great stuff uh, with trying to find new musical acts and, and artists to be a part of this whole thing, which is great. Uh, so we're going to be having a conversation with him. He's definitely found some awesome bands. Oh, yeah. That's for sure. Yeah, exactly. V-Funk, I think, oh, when, he, when they did the uh, the thing over at... Uh, um, third space that was that that was was on it was an unreal like i was like oh my god i was like completely blown away yeah so awesome stuff that we've got coming up here on this very special edition so stay tuned all right so we are with jennifer from milwaukee river keepers uh back at it again this is this is a, a few times we've talked to you right Yes, it is. It is. This is this is becoming a tradition. It's great to talk to you guys again. Yeah, it's been a year and uh, a long one at that, and uh, we're glad to be back, though. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. it's it's obviously uh, Earth Day time here, Earth Month, and uh, we're we're sort mm-hmm. of back at it with the rock the green stuff, and and of course, you know, the the river keeping never stops, but. Um, there is, uh, an event that you'll be, uh, hosting, uh, for that, the, the morning of April 22nd. Is that right? Yes. Yes. Uh, every Saturday, right around Earth Day this year, it happens to fall on Earth Day, April 22nd. Um, we host a big, uh, river cleanup where we 
bring, you know, 4,000 volunteers out from all over the Milwaukee River Basin and we usually pick up around 100,000 pounds of trash or more in one day. Um, and that is happening 9 to noon on Saturday. That is a lot of trash. Oh, yeah. It is. It is. And, and so if somebody wants to find out more about either volunteering or helping with the River Keepers, is there anywhere they can go to find some more information on it? Yeah. I mean, our website is a great space for that. We have lots of different ways to volunteer, and people can sign up to learn, you know, get more information about us or volunteer for different things depending on what their interests might be. Um, we have a lot of events. We do paddles. We do hikes. We have a rain barrel workshop. We do monitoring and cleanups and all kinds of different things. So depending on, you know, what people might be interested in, they should go to our website, check it out and, and get involved. And now, obviously we don't, we don't, you know, you know, we don't want to always have to be talking about cleaning up the river. There's probably some some things that people could do uh, before the trash ever even hits that stuff. And those are all things that you can find out a lot more about at Earth the Earth Day event on April 22nd. Um, but what's like the number one thing that you think uh, is a good habit to build in order to stop, you know, the trash from getting into, you know, the, the waterways? Yeah, that is a really good question. Um, there's probably a lot of things that would center around, uh, you know, living maybe a little more simply. I would say single-use plastics are the worst culprit, though. Um, so that would that would involve refusing them, ultimately, uh, you know, recycling them, reusing them, and, uh, um, you know, trying to reduce reduce that that amount that we use uh single-use plastic that's what we find the most of we find um you know chip bags and plastic water bottles and and cigarette butts and and all you know those have plastic in them and those are the things that we find the most of uh food food containers so you know consumers don't have a lot of choices right now which is really frustrating and we we do a lot of work to try to you know change that and we need more people involved in, in helping to change that but single-use plastics are are the culprit yeah so i mean definitely you know one of the number one ways that i see that being uh you know combated is is by re, you know finding a reusable water bottle and using that instead and and being able to carry that around yeah. with you uh and then you know just ask for it to be filled up if you're at a public place or just, you know, filling it up before you leave the house. That way you don't even have to buy anything, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Or, or grocery bags, taking your, you yeah. know, your own bag to the grocery store. That is still a very popular, that should be a popular trend. <laughs> Absolutely. And I see more and more grocery stores that have those things at point of purchase that you can, uh, you know, buy maybe two or three in order to, you know, get your groceries home. And then it, you can kind of start the trend that way. Maybe that's what it takes, right. you know? Right. Right. Yeah. Skipping the straw, skipping a plastic straw. There's lots of, you start really looking at your day and how many times you're offered plastic. And if you try to think about ways to avoid it, if you can, those are wonderful habits to start. Yeah, I, I know for me, like whenever I go out, even for walks, a lot of times you see which which is kind of nuts, but like bait, 
Like yeah. they all the little the worms come in those little blue little bait containers, those plastic yeah. containers. Yeah. You see hundreds of those, and like I mean, you can bring, fill up three or four garbage bags at least down by me, kind of by the river there, which yeah. is really sad. You know, it's yeah. Hey, our our game our gamesmen and our fishermen need to be better. I agree. I mean, a hundred percent. Yeah, you can put a worm in a tin can. I don't know why they have to be in. Put you it know, in your pocket. Recycle it. Yeah, you can put a worm in your <laughs> pocket. <plastic. laughs> yeah, yeah, or reusable worm containers. I mean, you yeah. know, those don't have to be clean. You could, you could definitely reuse those. Um, right. But I think it, it is. It's that. It's really thinking about, you know, the different areas in in our lives and our daily lives where we could maybe do one thing different that would allow us to avoid plastic consumption. And so you'll be uh, present at the uh, the event on April 22nd down there at the Harley-Davidson Museum, will you not? Yes, I will. I'm really looking forward to it. And we have, you know, Lindsay uh, with Rock the Green always puts on a great show and a great party. And we're going to be um, giving out free beer to cleanup volunteers. So if you are going to go out and do the cleanup, you can... Come to the Rock the Green party and get a free beer from Sweetwater Brewing. Awesome. Um, as a, as a, yeah, as a thank you, and and then just really enjoy the the you know the party that she, that she's going to put on. I mean, beer is like the greatest incentive for anything. Yeah. To be honest, definitely. With you. I mean, if if yeah. you offer me a pint of beer, I'll probably do it. So. Right. It doesn't Wonderful. matter how, how well, big come the on task down. is. You know. All right. Sounds good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Great. Right. So. We will definitely look for you, uh, and everybody's encouraged to look for you. Uh, you'll yeah. probably be at that booth or possibly even riding a bike. I don't know, maybe. Yeah, I'll be doing that. I'll be, you know, uh, giving some remarks during the program time, too. So if people, you know, want to come and find me, I'd love to talk to to anybody. Um, and, you know, we're just we're hoping for a really great day. Awesome. So, again... You can catch all of the the music and the live action. You can catch the river cleanup. This is all going down April twenty second. Uh, the the party there then takes over, and it's noon to three down by the Harley Davidson Museum. This is this is uh, yeah. uh, turning out to be a really great event already, and I can't wait for yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, I think it's going to be great. So, and I appreciate talking to you guys. Awesome, thank you so much, and and have a, a good rest of your day too. All right, so we are here with Eric Shambarger. You are the director of the Environmental Collaboration Office uh, in the city of Milwaukee. Uh, We have talked to you before. It's been a year. It's been a little bit, yeah, it's been a year or maybe a little over. It's crazy. I mean, what have you been up to, and and what is it uh, that the Environmental Collaboration Office, city of Milwaukee, does? Well, yeah, it's been great talking to you again, guys. It's exciting that it's uh, Earth Month, so it's a great time to talk about what the city of Milwaukee is doing on the environment. So I lead the Environmental Collaboration Office, better known as ECO, and our goal is to make Milwaukee a world-class eco-city, and that's becoming more and more important, I think, with the, uh, the risk of climate change, and it's kind of a, a gloomy topic, but it's something that we have to address as a city, and I think uh, what we try to do is to uh, address climate change and other environmental issues in a very practical way that uh, improve people's lives now increase jobs and, and help cut people's energy bills. And there's a lot of ways we do that and uh, love to get into it with you a little bit. Absolutely. And, and, you know, the, uh, the event that, that is, uh, you know, on April 22nd there at the Harley Davidson museum, uh, that is obviously a awesome place to start, you know, and, and to really expose 
what you know eco does in the city of milwaukee and the different initiatives because uh you know Lindsay has been such a uh i mean a, a captain of this whole uh thing around this area for such a long time and i think you know if you've ever been near the city uh in april or or even late march you probably have heard something about rock the green in the last 12 years so uh it's been uh, really one of my favorite events to attend and to be a part of uh, is even better now. You know, I, I we just got involved a, a few years ago, but uh, it's been absolutely awesome to see. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, Lindsay and the, the Rock the Green team do an amazing job every year. And I think I think it's so important to have an event like that um, following the, the river cleanup where there's really tangible things that people can do together as a community to uh, – celebrate Earth Day, to take action together to, uh, you know, improve the, the environment in the city and then celebrate uh, Earth and really, you know, think about that this is our home. You know, whether you live in Milwaukee or whether you live halfway around the world, we all share uh, the global environment and we have a, an obligation to protect it, I think. And that's what uh, the Rock the Green event is all about, is to, you know, think about our, our responsibility, but to do it in a really fun uh, way that, that engages the community. Uh, and I'm excited too this year that uh, it's going to be, uh, there's going to be a kids activity area. So it's uh, an opportunity, I think, for the whole family to get together after, you know, doing some service and community uh, work in the community, cleaning up our rivers. Yeah, exactly. And Eric, we we're going to ask you too, uh, what are some initiatives that are, are going on currently in Milwaukee? If you can uh, devise the plans, if you will. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So we are, we just spent a three year process with the public, um, putting together a climate and equity plan for the city. And that means we're addressing climate change and we're doing it in a way that um, is going to improve racial and economic equity for our city. So these are two challenges that we have to address head on. Uh, one, the environment and, and reducing our uh, greenhouse gas emissions, which contribute to climate change. But as we do that, and as we create jobs, um, to do so in a very intentional way that can address some of the historic um, racial disparities in our city and that I think we have to acknowledge and that we have to do better on uh, going forward. And so let me just give you some ideas of what's in the climate plan. Uh, there's 10 big ideas and they are all centered around again, practical things that we can do. So the first one is about uh, fixing our existing homes and making our existing homes more energy efficient through things like insulation and, um, you know, increasingly air source heat pumps as a replacement to gas furnaces and boilers. And we're doing that in, in collaboration with our health department. So as they go in to remove lead paint in homes, we are also going in to make them more energy efficient. So that's one. Then we have a really cool uh, one to build new net zero energy homes in the city of Milwaukee on vacant lots. And we're really excited about this. This is about building new homes um, through advanced building. Uh, construction techniques like modular or offsite construction and, you know, building affordable homes that produce as much energy on site through solar panels as they use to heat and, uh, and cool the homes. And so we are building uh, two uh, test homes in the Lindsay Heights neighborhood. And we hope to attract a factory that will uh, build these homes at, at scale. Um, we also are making a major push for electric vehicle charging uh, infrastructure in the city. Just last month, we passed a, a resolution requiring city fleet vehicles um, to be electric when it was when it's practical to do so. 
and when it's affordable to do so. Uh, electric and hybrid, and our, the police department is already moving to hybrid vehicles and parking checkers as well. But we need to do more uh, to make sure the community uh, is has opportunity to buy electric vehicles and charge them. And so right now we're working on an electric vehicle charging plan for the community uh, to try to put us in position to get federal funds to, to really increase the amount of these chargers so that they're all over the place and so people have the comfort to, um, to buy a vehicle and know that they'll be able to charge it. Uh, we also want to see changes to how we design streets so that they're more pedestrian and bike friendly and really designing whole neighborhoods around transit and uh, and walkability so that you can walk to restaurants and walk to grocery stores and don't feel like you have to have a car uh, to survive in the city. Um, and then we have other proposals to increase nature in the city, which means increasing the tree canopy and reducing the amount of blacktop and pavement that we have. We have a great partnership with Milwaukee Public Schools where they're actually removing asphalt from the from the uh, recess yard and putting in green infrastructure and trees to help uh, manage our stormwater risk, but also make a much better play environment for kids. Yeah, I mean, and those are all super important things, obviously, and I and I really love the idea to to make it a, really a, a walking friendly and biking friendly uh, uh, and then also making it look more green too, which is, all, I mean, those are all big wins for uh, anybody that lives in and around or is visiting uh, Milwaukee. Yeah, absolutely. So those are the things that are very visible. Um, but when you think about climate policy, a lot of it relates to energy policy as well. And so a major chunk of this as well is, is shifting towards renewable energy uh, trying to work with We Energies to get them to retire their coal fire power plants and build uh, large amounts of new renewables uh, as well. And last year, in 2021, we uh, worked with them to build the largest solar energy project in the city's history, which if you take off uh, on an airplane from, from General Mitchell Airport and you look out your window, you can see solar on the city-owned landfill there. We want to do a lot more of that so that we can get our, our city buildings, but also the community, much closer to um, uh, being net zero energy by 2050. And that's going to take a massive amount of renewable energy. So it's, it's, there's little things that we can do in our homes. And then there's big things that we have to do as a society to shift towards uh, a low carbon, uh, high productivity, clean economy. That's awesome. So Eric, on a less serious note, um, are you going to be at the uh, event coming up on the 22nd? Yeah, absolutely. I'm excited to be there. We, we go every year. It's just such a fun thing to do, um, you know, again, to get out there with the community. I'm hoping we get weather that was as good as this last week here uh, to, to celebrate uh, with the community down at the Harley Davidson Museum. And what a great location right there on the river. Yeah, I was gonna it's just ask, awesome. I was going to ask, Eric, are you going to come with a Fu Manchu in a leather jacket, though? In the true Harley <laughs> no. fashion. you got to do it. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. You know I me, mean, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I know. We were just talking about that. I think uh, Eric's Eileen, like Eric was telling me I got to shave a Fu Manchu and we'll yeah. wear a leather jacket there. So and we there got, you go. Eileen uh, is is also uh, considering it at this point. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> right, we'll see where we're at. You know, <laughs> we'll see that's where awesome. We're at. But yeah, awesome, Eric. That's Thank awesome. You so and much. and while the uh, while the people are down there on on the twenty second uh, between noon and three at the Harley Davidson Museum there. Uh, will they be able to stop by a booth uh, and learn a little bit more about the uh, the eco offices there? Yeah, absolutely. We'll be there with our booth and, and give people practical things that they can can do in their own home through through city programs. 
Um, but we're also excited to have so many of our other nonprofit partners there as well. I mean, we're the environmental collaboration office because there's only so much government can do by itself. I mean, we really need collaboration from the community and other partner organizations. And, and again, that's one of the things that makes Rock the Green so great is a place to learn about all that stuff at one one time and have a lot of fun doing it. Awesome. Yeah, I love it. And I can't wait to uh, to see you out there. And uh, I, like you said, I hope the weather brings uh, great things for us and that way we can uh, really enjoy and take, a, take in everything that's there. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Well, thanks so much for you guys. I, uh, you know, it's just like awesome that you guys do this every year, and it's just so much fun as well. Yeah, thank you. I mean, it, it, I honestly, it just gives us a a way to uh, expose, you know, the rock the green thing, uh, and then also the the big environmental initiatives, and we couldn't be, you know, more happy and more proud to be able to do that. So, um, all right. Well, I I really thank you for your time today, and we will catch up on uh, Saturday the twenty second there. And now for a little musical intermission with a song from Classic called Noise. Entirely new was fashion attire. It's hard on your sleeve. Martyrs they bleed out to the streets, but we ain't asked to be departed. And that's scary though. What's the scenario if it ain't worst case? If we all for one and for all, shout out my birthplace. What's the sense of running? We never come in in first place. In the human race, from your birthday to the first. Never get to hear you stop to listen, no Can you hear me? Yes or no? Audio professional Bet they ask me to repeat it like my verses at Polo Heard that people change with seasons, that was the last episode Heard about the heights I'm reaching, I've been on my tippy toes Let them know, let them 
edit the remote, I'm schooling you, I'm muting you like two canoes, I'm on my flow, that's in my blood, like you should woo and do, but I believe ruined W and turning the arena, opportunity for calling, I answer the phone, no spears, rest in peace, the speaker, knockers, got it on my lonely two, you never really knew yourself till you alone, it's only you, I'm from a side of town, probably make you tear up, I turn the volume down, muted them with earplugs, plus, All right, so we are here with Classic. Uh, it also, Kellen, we want to go ahead and make sure that that's <laughs> all right. Too. Yeah, okay, but, just for the clarification. I mean, for that for that stage persona, though, we've got Classic. You know? Yeah, for sure. And so we were wondering, uh, how did you end up getting involved in uh, get involved with the uh, Rock the Green? So uh, I've actually uh, been fortunate enough to kind of collaborate with him and be a part of Rock the Green. Uh, a few different times, both as a, a solo artist and uh, I want to say my first time was actually when I was with a band called Foreign Goods. So it might have been maybe 2016-ish. Uh, the years, they just fly by. Oh, but yeah. I, I, did a, I did one with them. Uh, I've done one solo. I think I did uh, the very next year as a solo artist. Uh, and then during the pandemic, I did a... Uh, a, a kind of virtual a fundraiser and a virtual rock the green um, with um, the, I believe I was partnered with the Urban Ecology Center and with Rock the Green. So a few different times over the past, uh, you know, however many years, this has been six, seven years um, coordinating and, uh, and knowing Lindsay as well. So a lot of, a lot of my, um, interaction and introduction with it is actually through Lindsay uh, Stevens, who's, you know, kind of the mastermind behind a, a lot of this. And this is her, uh, her, her passion project in a lot of ways. Yeah, absolutely. And then, you know, as far as Earth Day goes, you know, before there was ever Rock the Green, uh, was there anything that you that had done maybe through like any schools or any other side projects or anything to, to sort of celebrate Earth Day or to, um, to, to kind of work with sustainability or anything? Uh, I would say that this is, professionally, this is uh, a lot of my uh, first time is actually with Rock the Green. We've been going back those first years uh, that I uh, was a part of it. But I would say that my kind of awareness, uh, I was fortunate enough to go to an elementary school that had a kind of like, global kind of worldly folk focus so uh things like sustainability things like recycling uh were drilled into me since kindergarten uh, my my school is actually called Lloyd street global education school so it was a super diverse school and a super diverse uh, kind of set of programming where it really i feel like set us up to be hyper um conscious and aware of just our environment and our responsibility to it. I feel like a lot of 90s, like if you went to uh, elementary school or grade school in the 90s, uh, you probably got a lot of that. We're like the Captain Planet era. So yeah. like, oh, yeah. you know, it was, it was, it was, there was, it was a time when it was like cool. So, you know, I come from the Captain Planet era. Where exactly. it's like, yeah, this, for sure. Like I, we care about this. Yeah. No growth chemicals like yeah. yeah don't litter like don't, don't like the just the you know it's just things that i believe to be simple were, were was kind of 
introduced to at an early age, which I unfortunately, you know, you still get that cringe if you're like driving behind somebody and you like see them like throw like the wrapper out the window. And I'm like, what are you doing? I learned this in kindergarten. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. You're going to go Captain Planet and just start whooping yeah. this dude. Like, yeah. put it back in your car. Exactly. <laughs> you're like, yeah. this was yes. so simple. Yes. So we, yes. <laughs> so, so we were kind of listening to some of your music and like, obviously like I love how many like genres are kind of pumped into there. And I, yeah. I love all the musical, like just infusions you have. One song that really caught my eye, I think was, uh, well, my ear, not my eye, yeah. I can't, but it was a noise. <laughs> yeah. We, I mm-hmm. really like the song noise. Can you, can you tell us a little bit about that song? Uh, yeah. So, a lot of ways, I guess, um, noise kind of ironically serves as like the end. It's the title track without it being the title track, if that makes sense. So the, the album, that 2019 album is called Quiet. And so I guess they're kind of like one of the penultimate pieces in that that album was the song Noise, which is quite the antithesis of Quiet. Uh, but the, the song itself was speaking directly to the, the, what the album was about and addressing um, this, this, I guess, like a warning or just cautioning people uh, that a lot of there's a saying about like the loudest person in the room is often the one who knows the list or the knows the least or is basically like the biggest idiot in the room like that yeah. the, the, the person the, but that just goes even in a broader sense of like there's a lot of what i call what i would consider noise so things distractions things that throw you off of a path of authenticity and purpose um and with there's just a multitude of these noises and distractions from social media and from news and from your friends and from, you know, family and uh, politics, like world, like there's, there's a lot of things that we're forced to kind of try and read into. And it's like, it's, it's, it's built on this idea of it being polarizing and it being ambiguous and but it's it always feels like there's some other like deeper like sinister and like why do you want chaos so the absence of like that chaos and that noise is 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 quiet and and quiet for me is peace and this serenity yeah Uh, and it's something that a lot of us are is absent from a lot of our lives my my life included when i made this this album it was kind of like seeking that you know the, the first key to overcoming an obstacle or a challenge is acknowledging it. So I guess that the song noise is like acknowledging like, yo, there is too much of nonsense. There's too much of like this people and things on pedestals that are like feeding us, like just polarizing, like disseminating just things with the intense purpose of doing nothing else but separating. Um, and that throws everyone off of, of, you know, whatever their true purpose is. It keeps us from finding out how we can actually contribute to the world if we're, you know, focused on any other number of distractions. Right, so, right. No, noise was just basically like, yo, uh, please shut up respectfully. Yeah. Um, this, this, this is chaos. I, I have to call it like I see it. I'm not going to pretend like this is not what it is. You can do that, but that's not the light for me. That's an incredible message, too, um, and, and and one that I think, you know, especially now, 
carries even more weight too. So as much weight as it carried in 2019, when you, you know, kind of gave birth to it, it's, it's even more relevant still today, which is awesome. And, uh, and I honestly can't wait to, to hear you on April 22nd at the rock, the green earth day event. I'm looking forward to it. And, um, I really appreciate your time today too. So, uh, we will definitely, of course. We will definitely play some of your music on this podcast and let everybody know ahead of time just exactly what's going on. And, and uh, again, we really thank you for, for your efforts uh, in, in the whole Earth Day thing and, and sustainability and, and trying to be eco-friendly. And it's always awesome getting the artist's perspective on a song, right? You yeah. hear it and you don't exactly know sometimes, but I think that was great. Yeah. And we really appreciate you doing that for us. Of course, I appreciate you guys having me on and and uh, and inquiring into it. Uh, it's not it's not too often that you get that the, the opportunity to you know provide context because the beauty of art is is that it is ambiguous and that at the end of the day, people are going to take from it what they will. Right. Um. And you can and you can only hope to like encourage and give context and be like, hey, I can't tell you how to think, but like here's the whole. Let me at least give you the whole thing, and then you can do with that as you will. Awesome. Awesome. I appreciate it. Yeah, thank you so much. And, again, we will see you Saturday, April 22nd, down there at the Harley-Davidson Museum. Yes, yes. All right. Thanks a lot again, Classic. We will will see you then, and we hope that you have a good rest of your day. All right, so we are here with Eileen Seeger. Uh, once again, joining us for the Earth Day Classic, if it's, you will. It's been a minute. Yeah. Actually, a year to be exact. So Yeah. How are you doing? Have it. I was wondering how long it had been since the last time I spoke with y'all. Yeah. I'm good. I'm good. Ready for spring. Glad that we had a few days of summer. It was good. Love summer. Would like some more spring. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I kind of always love, you know, the, the little window of time that we do get that might be spring or feel like it uh, versus mm-hmm. just going right into a hundred degree heat and just, you know, yeah. uh, summer, summer, summer. <laughs> right. Right. But, well, and what's great about cyclists is there's there's a saying in the cycling world, there's no bad weather. There's just bad clothes. And so you have all of the gear. You can cycle all year round. And, um, you know, in this particular climate and state that we live in, you can have, what, 84 degrees on Friday, and by Monday it's 29 and snowing, and that's a fact. Yeah, you're not kidding. That is true. And and that's a good point to make as well, that, uh, you know, the, the excuses can be made to not cycle or to, you know, get out for a bike ride or something, but you you can you can easily overlook all of that because like you said the not only the gear and the equipment exists but uh you know there's a lot less people out in the winter time too so you can get out and have open open trails you just need a fat tire right. fat tire bike and a mafa and you're good to go it's like yeah. a full body that suit. is true <laughs> like mm-hmm. so that is true i um i'm not that brave Honestly, I, I, I still I still haven't figured out in, in really, really cold weather, although I'm I'm a fair weather rider with quotation marks, around thirty five degrees, I'll go out and play. Lower than that, my poor little fingers freeze and I haven't quite figured out the battery operated gloves to use. So Yeah, that's true. That would be 
that would help. Yeah, so. yeah. And I think Milwaukee Tool has the the jacket that's you know battery powered that can. My I mean, husband has one. Whole core, yeah. you know. Oh, that's pretty yeah. awesome, actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was a Christmas present this year. There you go. Oh, that's a great Christmas present. Now you can get them on the bikes all year. This is this has turned out to be a, a great promotional ad for Milwaukee, Milwaukee Tool. Milwaukee Tool sponsored by. Not yeah. really. I love it. And you know, so you you sort of are the, the 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 organizer for this pedal power on the you know, Rock the Green. This is a a classic thing that, that Lindsay has been doing yeah. for quite some time. And uh the, the the zero emissions, you know, and that zero, you know, waste. Uh, is awesome and and you're a huge part of that and I wanted to mm-hmm. to kind of get a your take again on exactly what goes down and 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 what's all involved. Sure. Well, I've been working with Lindsay for eleven years out of the twelve years of Rock the Green, in in so much as providing the the people for the pedal power to power up these stages in this zero emission environment of of putting and promoting shows to promote um green living and um i i met lindsay several years ago on a ride that was um it was a ride that we took really casual ride from barn to barn to barn in just uh northern ozaki county and uh, we parked next to each other and struck up a conversation and she said, you know, I'm actually, I, I do this thing called Rock the Green, and we really need, I need somebody to coordinate the pedal power for this. And when she described the concept, and I said, well, I just so happen to know a lot of people in the cycling community. I think we can fill a, a few bikes uh, to pedal up a, a power or power up a stage so performers can perform. And... Um, and so what I've done, I'm, at the time, I was part of a women's cycling group, kind of a sofa to road group called the Belladonnas. And uh, for the first couple of years, we just, you know, tapped into the Belladonna crew and we would come up on Earth Day, which is coming up uh, this Saturday. And um, 12 of us would get up on bikes and we would power stage and have a really great time. It was wonderful um, from the perspective of getting out early in the season to to get out and celebrate cycling, as well as powering up the stage with really great Milwaukee-based music. And um, it's a win-win from that perspective. Fast forward 10 years, we, uh, Lindsay has put on both the Earth Day event every year, as well as um, from year to year, different Rock the Green events, which might include from 1 until 10 p.m., um, uh, you know, several powering up several bands. And so for the upcoming event, we'll need about 24 cyclists and all to power up roughly two hours worth of music. And then... And oh, so, go ahead. And so I was going to ask you too. So, I mean, most of us probably have about 10 pounds of winter weight we need to lose. So uh, is there any way <laughs> some of us can volunteer to help out? Um, yes. What we always do is we'll have 10 committed, eight to 10 committed cyclists so that we know that we can provide the power to power up the stage. And then what I always try to do is have a bike or two free so that somebody can come and check it out. And so if you're not used to 
you know, if you're, if, if you're not used to cycling in say a spin class or outside on a road bike, you have to pedal continually. It's not just pedal, 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 pause. It's pedaling continually. So if you're not used to that or conditioned to do it, you might peter out after five or 10 minutes going, well, this was fun, but I've got to go. And so right. we find that those bikes, people will switch out, try, and then, and you know, find out that it's not as easy as it looks and yeah. gets off. But we, we definitely keep bikes open to, to show people um, what, what it's all about. You got to let the people get their hands dirty a little bit. You know, um, and and the, and the group that actually provides the bikes is called Power by the People, and so for other events that they do, they will pick people out of the crowd just to come up and do this, and they'll switch them out often. Um, we've just chosen this method to, um, you know, have promote our cycling teams too. We really tap into the female cycling groups um, to show that there are girls out there on bikes and. Um, We've got, you know, great kit, so basically our outfits that we wear, and so it's a wonderful promotional opportunity for us to invite uh, new members into our in our respective teams. So, that's that's awesome. And and again, I mean, we've we've personally witnessed it. We've seen the uh, the the actual thing happening right in front of our eyes, and it, it is it is a sight to behold. It is really just neat to know that what you what you are doing as humans with that bike is actually mm-hmm. powering all of the things that you're hearing and uh mm-hmm. it's just so cool we do love it and um and you know i'm really grateful for Lindsay for having this concept and and making you know putting uh, milwaukee on the map there aren't a lot of places in the united states that do this and when we think about the zero emission concept it's not only you know, from the power of powering up a small to medium-sized stage in this case. But then also the idea that very little, if nothing, goes into landfills of the waste products for these shows. And if you think about other venues in town that put on massive multi-day festivals with bands, wouldn't it be nice if, all of the cups of beer or all of the food items weren't getting put in plastic bags and sent and sent off to the landfill every night, but actually, you know, put into compostable bins and set to grow new crops. It's a really neat concept. And um, I hope that this takes off in a more global perspective. Yeah. And, and the, the key is, you know, the, the, the continued, you know, support from, uh, everybody, you know, that, that is involved, whether that's, you know, Lindsay and all of the people that actually throw this thing together or, you mm-hmm. know, the people that attend and, and, uh, to keep it, you know, keep the longevity going, you know, that's, that's the key thing, you know, as long as there's people out there that are enjoying it and, and somebody that wants to, to kind of, you know, captain the ship, it's great. And, and I think, mm-hmm. I think you're right. I think the, the global awareness, uh, um, is really coming around and with this type of um, with this type of event already happening uh, you can take this and, and kind of run with it to create your own blueprint for you know like you said a multi-day thing even mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. We, yeah. we appreciate everything we, that you do well and and I appreciate you um, not only for talking about this promoting it but then just celebrating it too 
Um, it's definitely, I think Milwaukee also does live music very well. And um, it, it's wonderful. I think sometimes we take for granted. If you live here, you think, oh, there's always outdoor music. There's always, you know, something going on in the city that I can, that I can walk up to free and enjoy. And this is one of those events. And last year, um, Lindsay moved it to the Harley Davidson Museum Complex. And it's a winner. I, it's a wonderful backdrop. Um, and it really promotes different types of crowds. So you have the people from the Milwaukee Riverkeeper that complete their uh, river cleanup. And so they all congregate there. Then you have, you know, these bands that are incredible to uh, promote live music. And then you have these cyclists that rock on up with their bikes and in their kit. And then the best part, my best, my favorite part from last year, this event is that all of the Harley riders that come in and they, they don't, you know, they're, they're going there to see the museum or maybe capture a photo. And in a million years, they would never expect to see, you know, 12 bikes powering up um, a pedal power stage. And it really promoted these really unique, uh, different groups of people. And they all, we all enjoyed each other um, and our company last year. It was really fun. So, my cheeks are hurting. I'm smelling so much thinking about so, it. So you, so you got to tell me, did you guys have any Harley riders with like the full handlebar mustache and the chaps on a bike? <laughs> like, I, you know, I, I, <laughs> I think these were more of like the pod belly sweatshirt types. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They weren't like so, the Hollywood Hogan types. Yeah, (laughs) but I think that if we were to do something like this during Harley Davidson's um, anniversary, I think we'd see more of, you know, the bare butt chat kind of thing going on. That style is usually elevated. We usually bring out our, yeah, our nice chat for when people from out of town. Not the the chaps I'd be wearing. You guys do not want to No, no. (laughs) Not Saturday morning ones. So, um... (laughs) (laughs) Oh gosh. I love awesome. it. And 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 like you said, you know, Harley Davidson Museum, awesome uh, event location uh and this, you know, literally just uh sets the mood uh for the entire event and and mm-hmm. uh an amazing place uh to to go and see on its own, but then to have the 12th annual Rock the Green Earth Day celebration there uh is even better and uh, like you mentioned, this, that's actually coming up uh, April twenty second, uh, Saturday, and uh, it's coming up quickly. It is. You know, I was yeah, like, we're like, oh my gosh, that's next Saturday. It is. Holy it's moly. crazy, and <laughs> it is from noon to three. And you it know is. the, I mean, the event might be uh, quick, so you got to get out there, and you wanna you wanna see all of the live action, all the bands. Uh, it's gonna be amazing, and then also you get to learn a lot about uh, being way more environmentally friendly while you're there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's easy to do. This is not, um, you know, these aren't hard cells. I would say this, the vibe, if you will, I think that's kind of the word we use now. It's a chill vibe. It, you know, showing up, even if you um, show up at noon or if you show up at 11, you can you set up, which is really interesting too definitely worth the watch and there'll be music going and then last year while the band stopped playing at three people hung out and this ended around you know four it's kind of like a dinner party right where you're like okay everybody go home at eight and then they they linger so they'll it's definitely a wonderful afternoon um in milwaukee so i'm i'm excited for it as always 
So I got a little bit of an opportunity here. So we got to get like some patch leather jackets now. We got to get Rock the Green patches for the Harley Riders. Oh, yeah. That'd be awesome. And make them a yearly thing. I know. Saying eco-friendly. Yeah, I was there. I love that. Eco-friendly, brother. (laughs) <laughs> that would be like the Wolfskis, you know, yeah, the first sure. sticker of our, of our world, right? Yeah. <laughs> We'd have these patches show up. I think I like that idea a lot. All right. And we can, um, you know, we can make it out of like some kind of compostable material too. It, it would have right. to be Right, like a vegan letter. Yeah. Right. Oh, that'd, yeah. be, that'd be amazing. Like, a, like some kind of eco patch that says, yeah. I'm eco-friendly, brother, on the back. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. I like all it. Right, all right. Sounds good. <laughs> all right. So, again... We've got the Earth Day celebration. Uh, that is April 22nd. It's a Saturday mm-hmm. from noon to 3. Harley-Davidson Museum. Uh, you can go there and see the pedal power in action. Uh, thank mm-hmm. you again, Eileen, for uh, for chatting with us. And uh, we cannot wait to see you again in person at the Harley-Davidson Museum. Indeed. Indeed. Well, in just a few short days, y'all. So have a great week, you know. Can I do a couple workouts this week? I'll get you on one of those bikes. How's you that got sound? it. I'm cutting a food yep. at you and getting my leathers on, so you'll yep. see me out there. So. Hot <laughs> dog. <laughs> I cannot wait. All right. <laughs> Bye, Thank Eileen. you so much. Have a great day. Bye. Have a great day. All right. So we are here with Will Piper again. This is what? At least the second or third time? I mean, come on. You're, hey. you're a regular on this show now. Yeah. I, I'm happy to be here. <laughs> And, uh, you know, as we sort of talked about, you know, the last time that we physically saw you, that was down at the third space Rock the Green event. And uh, we we recapped and said that Solara beer that they made was fantastic. It was, it was delicious. Oh, my. Oh, my gosh. I think that's one of the best, like, one-off or um, anniversary beers I've had in quite some time. That's just a... Uh... Too too easy drinking for the the bite that that guy packs, but exactly. it's a delicious beer and um, definitely third space hit it out of the park with that one. Yeah, I you know I, I kind of think that beer that Solara is kind of like Mike Tyson. He he looks non threatening. <laughs> He's not super tall, and then all of a sudden he can wallop you, and and it's just completely you know just out of nowhere, and I love it. Oh. Totally, totally agree. Uh, great analogy too with um, with Iron Mike. Iron Mike. So we got we got to ask too. It's, it's we've we've this is year three going on, and we've talked about Rowdy Roddy. Oh yeah. We need to know. Did you end up getting the kilt yet? I. You know what? Sadly, I do not have a kilt yet, but um, I do have a friend now who's playing in a bagpipe band, and oh. so um, getting that kilt is going to be an easier task than than expected if needed. So. You know, one of these days I need to bust out the hot rod shirt and get the kilt and take the, the boy to wrestling and do it, you know, do oh, it yeah. proper. <laughs> yeah, and and now that you have, you know, a, a dual purpose for it, you know, that <laughs> yeah. you can wear this yeah, to yeah. the bagpipe band shows and you can also just sort of uh, put on the wrestling persona, it makes sense. And you know, we can we can make that budget-friendly, you know, for this. Yeah, it, and especially if your son's in wrestling, you can be like, you got to drop the bow off the top rope, yeah. get him down on the ground. Oh, yeah. You can just just hammer into him, so. Oh, he, he loves that stuff, and I just got convinced the wife that that's a, a worthwhile extent. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll Which is ju- easier said than done. <laughs> we'll put up a presentation for you and, and uh, put it together, and then the- we'll – 
you know, we'll have a whole uh, slideshow and everything. We'll rent out a room or uh, the the conference center at the Hilton or something, and we'll we'll really get it going. Oh, beautiful. We'll do a return. Like on, a we'll, great plan. We'll do a kilt return on investment for your wife. So she knows <laughs> what the uh, <laughs> a kilt return on investment. That's, that's something you don't hear in the uh, uh, economics class. No, they don't teach you that when no. in business. No. That's for sure. When so. you get a kilt, this is what you can expect to gain. <laughs> you know. Uh, so you are the blogger for the Rock the Green whole setup, and you've also been involved in finding some of these amazing bands to play at some of these events. Um, tell us, what what can we kind of look forward to for the 2023 Rock the Green Earth Day Harley Davidson event? Well, I'll tell you, we've got um, two amazing acts that are really, I think, on the, the cutting edge of things in you know the music scene right now in Milwaukee and and beyond, you've got Classic, who's a you know a performer that really blends so many different genres. He does electronic music. He's got some hip hop influence. He's got soul influence, um, and he really does a great job. He's worked with us before at different Rock the Green events, and um, one of the things that I thought was just an amazing feat that he put on you know several years ago was he curated a version of um, basically a tribute show to the Tribe Called Quest, and just had it nailed um, and really did a fantastic job. This was over at Turner Hall, right? When I know Alverna was doing that series of like having artists curate different shows. I know Chris Porterfield did one and, um, and um, classic did one. And and that was just an incredible show that he did with that. And um, obviously that was covers because it was tribe called quest, but his original stuff is really, really making some good waves and is interesting. Good, good listening music. Yeah, and, and, and then got, yeah, and then oh, I was yeah, just go gonna ahead. say, and then you've got you know this uh, act that I think is is kind of storming. It's super uh, unique onto the, too onto the whole scene right now. Oh, with Sister Strings, absolutely! Like yeah. they uh, they just played an awesome show here at the back room of um, of Colectivo with Peter Mulvey um, about a month or so ago, which was a fantastic concert and they've really got just tremendous momentum behind them touring with brandy carlisle and actually um, they were on saturday night live with brandy carlisle and just really that's an amazing thing when you see an artist that you've seen in small rooms here in milwaukee and you've had to rock the stream literally from their living room performing for you when we did those shows and now you see those same two wonderful people you know doing their thing with brandy carlisle on a national stage and on Saturday, it's really, you know, as, as a music fan and somebody who loves the Milwaukee scene, it just, you know, is really neat when you see something like that happen. Yeah, and we, we featured them on the show because we were just, like, blown away by just, like, the amount of different things that go into the, like, all the elements inside the music when it comes to, like, you know, you got a, you got a cello and then you got, like, soulful singing. It's just, it's just an incredible combination. Oh my gosh, yes. And like they really, you know, again, similar to classic, they blend genres so much where it's like, how do you describe Sister Strings? And I remember talking to them the last time I interviewed them, and they said, it's music from the soul. And like it, that really resonates because I feel like their performance and the fact that they're combining classical instruments and then really soulful, um, feel good um, music that also is provocative and blends so many different genres and really appeals to so many different audiences that it's pretty neat what they're doing right now. Yeah. And, and, uh, the, the two of them, 
getting together for this event uh, is is uh, just phenomenal. I think this is going to be one of the better, the, one of the best years. I think, uh, and, and I can't wait for it. I'm literally uh, delighted to be able to attend, and uh, I just can't wait to uh, hear exactly what they bring to the stage because I haven't I haven't seen either one of them live. Um, and, and so that I think changes a lot of things too. I, I like the recorded versions, uh, you know, but I feel like you really get to know somebody when you see them kind of spill it all on the stage. Oh, I, I couldn't agree more. And I think like what you're going to see with their live show is really the, um, that idea of music from the soul coming through and the fact that they are just very dynamic performers, very passionate performers. They have, um, great stage presence and just feed off one another wonderfully. And it's something where when you first think about music that's involving classical instruments, it's like, Oh, is this, you know, how is this going to translate in this kind of a, an environment? And it'll blow you away. It's very, very well done. And actually their performance with rock the stream, when we did that, I think that was by far our most watched rock the stream event. And that one, I believe we were doing in conjunction with pearls for team girls, um, when we were trying to help out during the 2020 pandemic summer. And, um, and I thought that just worked out really, really well and was a dynamic, dynamic performance. Yeah. This, this definitely uh, sets the, sets the stage for, for, you know, the, the awesome event that is rock the green and earth day. And uh, along with the river cleanup, you know, which happens beforehand, uh, and then you can show up at, you know, noon over by the Harley Davidson Museum and you're going to, you know, not only get all the cool Harley stuff, but then you've got all of the awesome eco initiatives that uh, exist uh, that that, you know, everybody's coming out to to just sort of roundtable and, and educate. And I love it. It's uh, such a cool event and obviously a really cool venue to be <laughs> to be at again, uh, you know, at, at Harley Davidson. So we're really looking forward to it. Um, and, and I know, you know, these bands are going to absolutely just light it up and it's going to be amazing. Oh, I can't, I can't wait either. I think it's a great lineup we have and it's just a neat place too. When you look at that Harley Davidson museum and the area by the river that is, is there and it's just a beautiful location and it's a place that really helps bring Milwaukee together. And that's something that I think we're really trying to do as an organization with rock the green is looking at eco sustainability, which is a hot topic has been a hot topic for a long time. And um, the more and more people can start thinking about ways they can reduce, reuse, recycle, um, help promote the, the land and help, you know, kind of come together around environmental themes. I think that's just a beautiful way to help unite our city too. Um, you know, it is the good land after all, and it's a great way to come together to honor the good land and to um, support the, the wonderful things going on in our city in a beautiful location and with wonderful environmental activist booths and great music and pedal power stage can't go wrong. Yeah. And so, Will, I got to ask too. So we've been asking all of our guests, um, are you willing to show up with a Fu Manchu and a leather jacket? Cause I think I'm going to do it. <laughs> uh, sadly, I could not grow a Fu Manchu to save my soul. And Me uh, too. not sure if, um, Going back to like the kilt, I don't know if the, I think the kilt might be an easier sell than the leather jacket. Um, you, you know, the one good thing about the kilt, if you do get up on the bikes, it's a little bit easier to ride. You get a nice breeze. Too. Yeah. That's yeah. actually pretty sweet. Oh, actually. <laughs> that could be comfy. 100%. <laughs> could be comfy. But, and those bikes, 
I'll tell you, they're not, um, that's a really neat thing. If you've ever had a chance to ride the bikes um, for the event, because it really kind of gives you a feel of like how much effort and energy goes in. That's not, it's not easy to ride those. I had a, a sore rump for, for about a week. The last time I did that for a dead horses show yeah. for rock the green, um, which I'm a little embarrassed about, but Hey, if we're talking about kilts and leather jackets and Fu man shoes, can't can't go too wrong, right? No, exactly. I, I think we're adding this point to the uh, presentation for your wife that the kilt is actually breathable and easier to use on the bikes. Yes. So add this oh, to the PowerPoint, 100%, 100%. Eric. Hundred so, percent. Yeah. All right, but yeah, Will, where can we find more about uh, Will Piper and what you have going on? Well, I'll be doing the blog um, for Rock the Green, and so um, please feel free to check out the it's called the Soundboard Blog for Rock the Green over on rockthegreen.com. I've got um, a lot of past articles, including the past one that I did with Sister Strings during that pandemic time, which was a really awesome interview and awesome opportunity to connect with them. And I'm looking forward to connecting with them again this week, um, along with Classic and Jen Bolger from Milwaukee Riverkeeper, and of course, Lindsay Stevens, who's the Rock the Green guru, and um, catching up and seeing how they've been doing and, and how things have been going with them and Brandy Carlisle and and all that good stuff. So I'm looking forward to having a great interview and a nice article out for, for people to enjoy and learn about the music and, and eco-advocacy. Awesome. Well, thank you again, Will. Uh, we, we, we really enjoy uh, always getting to catch up with you on this yearly basis and uh, can't wait for the event and uh, for the article as well. So uh, as, as you mentioned, keep an eye out for that Soundboard blog. Uh, that way we can uh, get a full recap of everything and really understand what we got going on here. Beautiful. It's my pleasure. Always great catching up with you guys. You know, lots right. of fun to talk to, always. All right, Thank well, you so you take much. It easy. Yeah, have a good day. And now for another musical intermission. This time, we are going to bring you Cadenza for Shanti by Sista Strings.
Right, so we are here with Monique and Shanti, otherwise known as Sister Strings. How are you both doing today? We're doing great. All great. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, and we can't uh, we we can't ask for better weather outside right now, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, we're in Nashville right now, and I'm currently sitting on the porch. Yeah, it's so, beautiful and warm and sunny out here in Nashville. <laughs> that is a that is a great point that you bring up because, you know, I, I I knew that you had moved to Nashville and relocated, but I wasn't mm-hmm. sure if you spend all the time there or if that's just like you know because you 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 are musicians that have uh have made it you know and I I'm kind of this Aww. musician who is. Still hanging out, you know. I, I like to record every once in a while, but I sometimes forget about who I'm talking to. And this is uh, excellent because Music City, Nashville, is probably experiencing much different weather than we are right now here in 
the Milwaukee area. <laughs> it I is, heard something about snow or something. You know, you, you heard correctly. <laughs> it, is, oh, no. <laughs> it is slightly disgusting outside uh, after a week of, of quite literally 70, 80, almost 90 degree weather. Uh, the, wow. it decided to just do a full 180 and go back the other way. And, you know, hopefully nothing even happens and this is just a blip on the radar, but Hey, I can move past it. I live in Wisconsin and I, I can, yep. I learned to accept it, you know? <laughs> yep. Absolutely. So how did you both kind of get started in music? I know you both probably have different journeys. So, uh, this will mm-hmm. be sort of, uh, you know, whoever wants to answer first and then whoever wants to answer next. Well, luckily, we actually kind of have the same journey with us being sisters. Um, and our parents homeschooled us. Chauncey and I are number four and five of five children. And uh, they homeschooled us and put us into music lessons when we were very young. Um, Shanti actually, we got our first violins on the same Christmas. Shanti was three years old and I was five. Monique, I was five years old. And, um, and it kind of just went from there. Eventually, I switched over to cello because I felt it to be my heart instrument. <laughs> and violin, I guess, was Chauncey's heart instrument. Um, but starting, it literally started that Christmas, I guess, when we were five and three years old and got our very first violin. Um, and we just continued to do music from there. That's awesome. That's incredibly young, too. Uh, I mean, I, I remember I got a guitar, I think at some point around maybe like eight or nine years old and mm-hmm. had really no idea what I was doing. It was, it was big. It was, uh, far too, you know, far too much for me to really handle all at once. And you're talking about five years old. Uh, that's incredible. And, uh, so been playing those instruments basically this entire time, honing your craft and, uh, I mean, so what is what is the the most latest uh, part of the journey look like for you both? Well, right now um, we're touring with uh, Brandy Carlisle, so we're in her band. And while she's not been touring right now at this moment, so we've been able to work on our first full length project for Sister Strings, which we're really excited about. We've been writing our butts off, and then like the Nashville way is like co-writing with everybody. Everybody's on a song writing. So we've been exploring that uh, that that way of creating, which has been really a beautiful new avenue for me personally. I, I Monique wrote a lot when she was a kid. She would make up fun little songs and stuff all the time, and I'd kind of come in. And I always was like, been, I always loved music. And playing any song that existed was totally like, just like second nature me but writing my own music has been like kind of a newer thing for me personally i kind of started getting more into during the pandemic it was shut down sitting in my house (laughs) but uh one of my roommates at the time was uh johanna rose uh another incredible uh milwaukee race musician and so uh so growing so growing that skill of writing and and then we get to go on this crazy tour um, this summer and all those things. It, it's been a, a wonderful thing. 
That, that is awesome. I mean, yeah. I, I can't even, I, honestly, I, I can't even sit here and say that I, I'm not jealous, you know. Um, being able to, to be down in Nashville and, and co-writing and, and trying to put together this full length, you know, it's got to be an absolutely awesome journey. Uh, and, and the sort the, sort of the fruits of your labor has, has all kind of come to this point, which is awesome. You can kind of finally say to yourself, we, we did it, you know, which is awesome. Um, and then of course we've got uh, rock the green, the earth day uh, event coming up here right around the corner. Um, April yeah. 22nd. Uh, how did you all kind of link up and become a part of that? That was another pandemic time. I mean, I, I've been to, um, I, I remember, I think it was another Earth Day show, perhaps a couple of years ago. I can't remember which friend was playing at the time. Was it classic? I don't know. I can't remember. This was seven <laughs> years ago. Yeah. Um, so I remember like going and seeing like everybody like pedaling the stage for power and things of that nature. It was like in some lot downtown. I remember seeing that. Um, but uh, the first time that Sister Strength got involved, uh, Rock the Green, was, I believe, in 2021, perhaps. That was, was like, right. kind of, yeah, right? Yeah, it was 2021, I think. That's awesome. And so you, you're, you're familiar with Lindsay's uh, very uh, energetic personality and uh, and also, oh, yeah. I mean, her, her, her infectious um you know, or her ways about, you know, trying to uh, get involved with not only live music, but also make it uh, zero waste and and as mm-hmm. as as delicate to the environment as we can be. And mm-hmm. that's one of those things that, you know, I, I like to talk about, especially during these episodes. Um, what is it that maybe you do on on your in, in your daily life uh, in order to sort of uh eliminate you know the the fingerprint and the footprint that you have uh on the 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 whole earth and and how do you kind of go about helping what are things that maybe you've eliminated from you know your use uh in order to um you know kind of help help conserve what we have here on earth um i know in one way for sure is we always carpool and that works out for me uh monique in many ways because i always say how much i hate driving i'm like i'm a great driver but i hate driving i was like the second i make it the first thing i want is a private driver (laughs) but like honestly we do we carpool a lot and that is a very direct way where i'm like i feel like we daily you know i I like to think of it that way no that's great Mm -hmm. that's great um and, and so, you know, the, the, the different things that you can do at this Earth Day event are, are incredible. Uh, there's a lot of education to be had uh, at all the different booths and all the different individuals. Uh, and then, you know, the river cleanup that happens beforehand is, is so vital. Uh, the fact yeah. that they pick up so much garbage out of those rivers uh, every year is crazy to me. And uh, I'm, I'm thankful for Milwaukee River Keepers and, and, and everybody involved. Um, Absolutely. So you, you will be performing uh, and being a part of that pedal power stage. Uh, how, how does that, how, I mean, have you done that before? Uh, uh, have you actually performed with the pedal power? 
We did not because we were still all virtual okay. when we did our Rock the Green performance. So that's what I I'm thought. excited to see how this goes. Yeah, the, and see, that's the thing is I always kind of get mixed reactions in terms of you know the the individuals who maybe haven't done it yet or or maybe haven't seen it live in action, but. It is really cool, and I can say uh, from from the different events that I've I've been involved with, uh, Lindsay and Rock the Green, it it really is just kind of seamless. It's uh, you know you probably won't notice anything other than there's an awesome group of people sitting there, you know, pedaling their butts off. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so. Oh gosh, a better yes. I I think it'll be awesome. I could not imagine pedaling the power of stage myself. <laughs> I haven't done it either, so yeah. It, I, 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 they always want me to try, and and I, I swear every year I just say, you know what? I think, uh, I think I'd rather save myself the embarrassment and potential yeah. injury. And, so yeah, my musicians like aren't as reliable. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, oh, I'll just, my. I'll just do the the strings and the instruments over here. How about that? Exactly, exactly. Awesome. Well, it has been. Absolutely amazing to talk to both of you, and I cannot wait to see you both on Saturday. That's April 22nd, and that's down at the Harley-Davidson Museum. Uh, Thank you both, and I hope that you have an enjoyable rest of your week, and hopefully you stay warmer than I am. Thank you so much. We're going to bring some some of this warm weather with us to Wisconsin. I speak it in advance. You heard it here first. All right. Thank you so much. (laughs) I need it. All right. We will talk to you uh, this weekend, okay? Sounds good. All right, thanks. Have a good one. All right, so we are here with Lindsay Stevens, Rock the Green Guru. Yeah. (laughs) How you guys doing? Really well, actually. Rocking and rolling. And uh, looking forward to saving some earth here. So, you're a good day. (laughs) Saving some earth. We like that. So, what what can you tell us about the upcoming events this year? And what do we have to look forward to from uh, this year's Rock the Green? Well, so, you know, this year it's our 12th annual celebration. Believe. I can't even believe it. It I know. And, you know, the other awesome stat was this is, I think, our fifth podcast together i do believe you are right what do you think? Yeah. With, with the other specials and stuff i think yeah. i was just gonna say we had the uh the other two we had obviously we've done three now earth day events but then the other two we yeah. had yeah yeah as well yeah so, yeah we'll keep rocking and rolling yeah yeah i mean we, we so def- this year for our earth day celebration we're gonna have our second year at the harley davidson museum Yes. And are you guys planning on coming out this year? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah. planning on it. So, oh, okay, good deal. So we were talking to some of the other guests. I think I think everyone talked me into it. I'm going to wear a leather jacket and I'm shaving a Fu Manchu. <laughs> yep. I don't know 100% yeah. yet. Okay. All right. So oh, that's that, kind of the plan. You might get a little hot, though, when you're <laughs> pedaling one of the bikes to power the stage. That's true. <laughs> but I will look pretty yeah, tough. Yeah. But he'll look tough so, and uh, cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the, uh, the I'll give you the quick uh, quick scoop. So once again, we partnered with Milwaukee Riverkeeper. So the event's taking place on Saturday, April 22nd from noon to 3 p.m. at the Harley Museum. And it's free. Who like free stuff? You can't beat it. And, right? And so we're excited about that. And we're inviting all the awesome speakers that go out in the morning to help clean up our rivers for Milwaukee Riverkeeper's annual spring cleanup. All those folks that show up in their t-shirt get to get a free beer from the Milwaukee Riverkeeper boot. So 
that's always a bonus, and it yes. has like your beer. Yeah, you gotta. I mean, there's yeah, no, nothing gotta. beats a free one. There's no better incentive exactly. to do anything. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> and so you know, it, the events outdoors, it's you know, sleet, rain, or shine, and it's free for everyone. And we have some awesome musicians on board this year: uh, Sister Strings and Classic. And you guys are going to be talking to them too during our during this podcast, right? Yep, absolutely, we will be. And so the concert once the pedal power stage and thanks to local cycling clubs like Bella Founds and Cadence uh, we power the, the entire concert with legs so we gotta get you guys up uh, I, you know I was just I was just telling Eric like I'm, I'm up a bit this year from the winter weight so I probably should do oh, I should definitely be you, you should get a good solid contribution this year oh, oh yeah <laughs> he's gonna be powering at least one whole amplifier or something <laughs> one, one amp that's i don't know <laughs> he might power like one light bulb or something i don't step know. it up we're not doing anything <laughs> yeah, yeah so uh in addition to our uh concert we got going on we also have eco education and activities that are going to be on site from local nonprofits and organizations like schultz Audubon, and River Edge Nature Center and City of Milwaukee's Environmental Collaboration Office and a lot of other uh, champs, as we call them. Um, and at the Rock Debris this year, we got some fun stuff going on. We're going to have a little uh, uh, little mini wellness sessions with Claire, who owns Reorient. She does puncture uh, and all sorts of different things. You guys could stop by there, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So we're going to also be selling Sister Strings merch out of there, which you're only going to get in person. It's not online yet, and it's super cool, including glitter stickers. Who does? And uh, yeah, yeah, we're going to be selling. You can mark Russ down for at least one glitter sticker. I'm getting a glitter sticker. (laughs) (laughs) We're also going to be selling uh, classics merch, and he's got a super cool hat. And then some rocket green organic peas. So I'm hoping maybe you guys could show up at uh, the Rock of the Green booth in case anybody has questions about Wisconsin beer, Wisconsin history. What do you think? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah you bet we'll, we can answer some questions. You definitely believe it. Well, there. Good deal. And what else? We're going to have some Earth Day remarks as well from the city and Milwaukee Riverkeeper, Rock the Green, Harley Davidson. And uh, we're also going to be giving this year's third Dan Aquifer Birthday Rockstar Award to Milwaukee Riverkeeper Cheryl Nunn and her uh, ask Jen Bolger or Jen Bolger Potato over at Milwaukee Riverkeeper about Cheryl because she has worked at Milwaukee Riverkeeper for twenty years. So they're celebrating wow. tireless dedication and efforts to help them clean up their Milwaukee that's, uh, rivers. That's awesome. I love that. Yeah, isn't that great? And so that's kind of the gist of it. What are you guys thinking? I mean, I think you've planned another fantastic event, and, uh, you know, I, I just, I, this one, I, I'm just so, I'm so looking forward to it, it's not even, I mean, it's impossible for me to put into words, but I love the music that, that is going into it, uh, and then, of course, I love chatting with all of our friends that we've gained throughout this whole process. So, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It really, it really is and a really you know what? event. One other thing I do want to mention, a couple that we're going to have on site that's new this year. We're kind of building out some kids and family-friendly activities like yoga sessions. And 
We're going to have Harley Davidson, their electric balance bikes for kids. So kids ages three to seven can go uh, do a little Harley demo. And, you know, I know I like riding my Harley. And you guys, do you guys both ride? I, you know, just I, Russ does. I, I ride motorcycles. The ones with the motor engines. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I like motorcycles, but don't really have them right now. I got a little trail bike. It's AKA yeah. mini bike, and I Ooh. ride that around. Like, it's a little circus pit bike. So, yeah. <laughs> that's, the only, that's the only motorcycle I have right now. But. He looks like a real clown got driving it. it, too. It's cool. I do. I'm, I got, I'm, really, I'm really lanky, so it looks pretty weird when I'm riding it. So. <laughs> and then uh, one other cool thing you can sign up in advance if you go to rockthegreen.com for bubbler bike savvy cycling class um it's limited to 15 people per class and there's going to be two classes throughout the celebration at noon and 1 30 and so you get to you get a free helmet with this bike helmet you get a free 30 day bubbler bike pass and you also get you're going to learn how to use the whole system and head out on the hank aaron state trail during uh during the celebration yeah and i absolutely love bubbler bikes i think that that whole initiative yeah. is, is so crazy cool yeah it's, it's it's great it's so it's so great for milwaukee and Lindsay, before we let you go we want to know uh where can people listening kind of go and learn a little bit more about this before the event maybe to get a little amped up oh rockthegreen.com oh, of course rockthegreen.com or check out we're on instagram and facebook and and uh, yeah and you know what? All awesome. of our past pod, all of our podcasts are on there too under Birthday Wisconsin Drunken History. So awesome. if you want to check out any past pods with us, there you go. Awesome. I well again, all right, Lindsay, guys. I really appreciate your time and also putting together an amazing event yet again. And we can't wait to see you on April twenty second. Great to talk to you guys. All right, thanks. Bye, Have a good rest All of your right, day. Take care. All right, you too. All right, bye. All right, that concludes this episode of Wisconsin Drunken History Podcast. If you enjoyed this vulgar display of Wisconsin, please like and subscribe on whatever streaming platform you prefer. And remember to hit the bell on YouTube to be notified when we release new content. Also, if you have any suggestions or ideas for future episodes, please send us an email at widrunkenhistory at gmail.com or head over to our Facebook and Instagram pages. Thanks again for listening, and remember as always, watch out for deer on your way home. home.